0: Movie Blast, Movie Blast, Movie Blast. Movie
1: Blast, Movie Blast, Movie Blast. With Bob and Bax.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. I'm Bob. And I'm Bax. And we're the movie blast. That's us, that's who we
1: are. Welcome back to another wonderful episode, Bax. Man, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for me and my friend. Thanks for talking about movies with me. Absolutely. So,
0: um, right now it's the polar vortex. I'm cold. How cold
1: is it there? It's not as cold as it is for you. Yeah. Like we're in the negatives, but I went out briefly today and it's like, okay, like I'm living, like walking from my house to my car, you know, and then like back into my house. But you're like negative, negative. So not that bad.
0: Yeah. We were the lowest it got was negative 29. Um, I heard that it's colder here than it is on the North pole. I've heard that if you stay outside for like around five minutes, you get frostbite and it's time to move. I'm moving to Florida. Can you feel it when you get frostbite or do you not even know? Your foot just falls off. Okay. <laughs> it just, it, it's just a small ice monster appears, bites you and your foot's gone.
1: I like the idea of a film about small ice monsters showing up and biting people's limbs off.
0: Patent pending, everybody. Patent pending. Ice monster movie, that's all me. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, backs. Uh, we watched a movie that you picked out. Why don't you tell them what you picked out?
1: Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Now, why did you pick this? Because you enjoy British humor. And I've never really given British humor a chance. I'm super excited to talk about this with you. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be really good because like, it'll help me learn and appreciate it. And I remember being in high school and I, like, I was friends with a guy and he was like, kind of like the alternative metal guy, you know? And he was super into this flick. And I watched like a little bit of it with him. So maybe we'll say like half of it, but it just didn't really resonate with me, right? So uh, it was really good to like watch it again and just give it another shot.
0: Yeah. Um, my high school experience was a little bit different than that. Uh, we did a, uh, lumberjack song. Um, the I'm a lumberjack and not so cave that thing. Um, we did that at the talent show with my group of friends. And then we also, uh, cause I was a theater kid. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, uh, coconut.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: The, the, the horse thing. Uh we would walk around doing the coconuts for people as they're walking around through the halls and stuff. Uh so that was my experience. So as soon as I saw this movie, I was like, oh, this resonates with me. Uh being weird, uh just like yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And uh the absurdist humor I I really liked.
1: So I feel like the first question that I should ask is like, can you explain Monty Python?
0: um sure i mean so monty python's like the group right like the group of guys so monty python uh started at oxford university um and the founding members then went on and cast the rest of the group monty python uh so john cleese terry gilliam eric Idle, terry jones michael palin and graham chapman that's the members of monty python uh, John Cleese, you know from a bunch of movies. Uh, he's super recognizable. Um, the thing that everybody's probably seen him in is nearly headless Nick on Harry Potter. So I mean that's John Cleese. So Terry Gilliam uh, directed Time Bandits, uh, Monty Python, The Meaning of Life, Brazil, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, uh, The Fisher King, Twelve Monkeys, uh, The M- Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, which is the one where Hugh had passed away and a bunch of other people took his roles. But yeah, so he's actually responsible for all those uh, like animated like card sequences. Those are his brainchild. Um, And yeah, so those uh, are the members that I like know a good amount about. Do you want to go over
1: some movie facts? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's cool that you listed out like the main squad of Monty Python because they all have writing credits for this. Um, So everybody that you listed is listed as a writer and then the directors are the two terrys so the terry and um yeah the terry jones they got the director spots so it was shot on a budget of about 400k the box office number that i found was um like 5 million and that's with a re-release and i think you already said it dropped in 1975 lots of different release dates obviously there was like an ireland one and england one but the united states one that i found was April 27th of 1975.
0: Yeah, Monty Python was an interesting group just because they had like comedy albums. And so that was the era where you would like kind of learn about stuff as people are passing things around from person to person. And I don't think, I don't know if Monty Python aired over here a lot, but it was, um, I think this is what brought them across. Like this was the thing that started the revolution, which is Monty Python and everybody knowing what Monty Python is.
1: What was their show?
0: Monty Python's Flying Circus. Okay. Is yeah. it a good time? Like oh, you like it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's got the same kind of humor. Like it's, there'll be a guy sitting at a desk in the middle of a forest. And you're like, what are you doing out here? And then it'll just explode. And you're like, okay, like I'm into it. And then you'll have just a person trying to sell you a dead bird. Like it's just absurdist stuff. Like they just really want to sell like, no, 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 this bird's alive. Like it's, um, it's just sleeping. Like that's the kind of stuff that they'll do. Okay. Um, so it's just, it's different bits and and it's, yeah, I, I think it's neat. Yeah. I think they started to have like, I don't think you'd have something like family guy that has all of those weird cuts to different things inside of the same universe without having absurdist humor that monty python helped create
1: yeah and in the film like the holy grail i feel like those are the parts that i really appreciated which we'll, we'll get in that later like the parts that we liked and didn't like you know mm-hmm. but the parts where it's really absurd and like obviously like somebody doesn't have limbs but they're saying they have limbs stuff like that that's what resonated with me the most
0: yeah uh do you have any more facts
1: facts i you know i think we covered it pretty well okay
0: um so spoiler alert um if you don't stop now and go watch monty python which is available on netflix in the year of 2019 um but uh you're gonna find out they don't get the holy grail isn't that a bummer it's it's on
1: my list of things that i didn't like about the film
0: oh yeah no i think it's yeah that was it's one of those things where i'm just like come on like i sat here for the all this time you're not gonna get it yeah so the movie is about King Arthur assembling the Knights of the Round Table to get the Holy Grail because God tells him to go get the Grail. And then hijinks happens. That's pretty much all I can say because it's just a bunch of random scenes about them getting there. Um, So you've got a bunch of different knights. So it's Sir Bedivere, the wise, Sir Lancelot, the brave, Sir Galahad, the pure, Sir Robin, the not quite so brave as Sir Lancelot, and Sir not appearing in this film. So those were the knights of the round table. And so they end up going on this adventure together. They, get, they separate, and then they have their own adventures, and they all come back to try to get the grail. But then they don't. Let's just talk about the movie.
1: The parts that, for me, like we'll say the bits maybe for me that didn't do it as much, when they, keep, when they run into the French guys and the French guys give them a hard time, the French guys don't do anything for me the um the women in the castle that are obviously like lonely and maybe want some attention that part to me seemed like a little bit try hard like a little bit forced and then the opening credits i didn't really know what they were trying to convey with that there was like some subtitling stuff but and once again like humor is super relative right so i think it is really interesting because these are things for me and like i was just like i don't get it but i'm sure there's some people that like are dying laughing and they love it right
0: I mean, maybe. Uh, so the thing in the beginning where the subtitles are there, they fired the title guy three different times. And that's the joke is that they, because they started having like Moose Interpreter and all that kind of stuff. They like were putting stupid things in the credits. Yeah. So they kept on firing that guy. So uh, things that I didn't like, um, I thought some of the bits dragged on a little bit where you're just like, all right, I get it. I get it. Like, let's just move on. But I mean, I've seen this, so I've probably seen this eight to 10 times probably. Um, and so, and then like an example of that is when they're reading from the Bible, from the Bible before they throw the hand grenade I'm just like, just throw it, just throw the hand grenade and you don't have to go through the four steps. Like whatever, just get on with it. Um, so yeah, like, the. Uh, the i get what you're saying about the whole like how it feels forced that they end up at a castle with like a bunch of beautiful women and they're like oh stay with us and then whatever um it's funny because the pure guy ends up there so i mean they went with that for that character so i mean he needed to have something much like the other character that's not so brave ends up in like the forest of death So, I mean, that's, it's just to show their character a little bit. So, I get it. But, yeah, I can get where you're coming from.
1: What about the French
0: guys, though? The French guys, so, like, um, I fart in your general direction. Like, that stuff, I find funny just because it's stupid. And it's quotable. It's super quotable. We already got one. Like, Who is the main French guy? John Cleese. That's John Cleese. yeah, so like, I like John Cleese so much that even though it is annoying, which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know. Like, Do the British not like the French? Is that... I have I no ass- clue. I would assume back in 1975 that the British had bad blood with the French because the French are snooty, I'm assuming. I already got one. <laughs> I'm just doing that because you smile and laugh when I do it. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I mean... That's... Yeah, the French guys were interesting, but I, I, I like John Cleese
1: a lot. Did we talk about how the whole Monty Python squad has different roles throughout the whole film?
0: We haven't, but yeah. So um, I, think, I think it's really cool that they all take on a different character and you'll actually see stand-ins. Like um, Eric Idle is the, is the guy who's bringing them the holy hand grenade, but he's also there as um, the not-so-brave knight. Yeah, And so they actually like make him like turn around like his other characters turned around during that sequence. So it's neat just because you're seeing everybody there and they, they have to figure out uh, how can we have this person in the same spot? Cause they, they didn't do any of the, like the mirror tricks and stuff like that with the editing. Yeah. So but yeah. So that's that.
1: Yeah. When I think about things that I liked about the film, I really appreciated that. And I think for, like, everyone in the squad, it shows the depth of, like, their acting ability and their comedic abilities.
0: Oh, for sure. And you know that they, like, they spent a lot of time, like, outside, in bad weather, all that stuff. And they actually, like, used real castles for shooting the film. Really? Like, it was a miserable experience. That's what John Cleese said, at least. Um, So, yeah, it's... But... And that's, and it must be bad. Cause looking back on it, like many, many years to still go, it was, it was terrible or whatever, but like, yeah. So, all right, Bax. So what would you have done differently if you were directing the movie or writing it? I, I wouldn't have. Okay. Well, I think the only changes that I would make would be, I'd probably keep it in the time period that it's supposed to be in. And not have the cops show up, and have them get the Grail, or at least have something where there ha- there's an amount of closure that happens where they get the Grail, or, or God shows up and helps them. Like I think it could have went in a couple different ways, um, but yeah. So that's what I would I would have changed. But uh, so what? What did you like? What did
1: you love? Yeah, like there were bits that I enjoyed, even though like it didn't all click for me, there was stuff that was super funny. Like when they break the fourth wall and um, there's like multiple characters that they pan to and they're talking about getting on with it. I really enjoyed that. When like the clouds open up and God is there in the clouds and he's speaking to Arthur and his knights, that was probably my favorite part. Um, And there's a scene with like a historian in the woods and he is murdered by a knight that rides by and they kind of like pan back to that and it's like the police investigation thing. I like when there's material that's peppered in throughout a film and it's like, they, they go back to it. So I can appreciate that kind of humor. And uh, the rabbit. The rabbit's mm. like, the rabbit might be the best part. Yeah, The rabbit that murders people and God come out of the clouds. Those are two good
0: things. I really like those two. Yeah. yeah, those are my top two. Do you remember what the rabbit's called?
1: I don't remember what the rabbit was called.
0: It's, uh... oh man. It's uh, the rabbit of Carbanog Carabinog? <laughs> Rabbit of Carbanog, okay. um, so yeah, it's super weird to have a rabbit be the villain that they have to go and see, um but yeah, like I really enjoyed the black Knight fight, uh where it just it's just a fresh wound, like the, all that stuff. I like the uh the witch scene where she's got a carrot nose, and the townspeople like dressed her up as a witch, and they have that whole bit where they're like um. It weighing different than a duck like all that stuff just super funny to me um i like the bring out your dead bit where they, the guy shows up he's like no i feel fine and then and they just clubs him in the head anyways yeah. yeah like those are the things that i really like about the movie um and i like the the, the weird animation scenes where they just have like the monster and stuff and like uh, and, like, all of the voiceovers and, like, the gorilla hand, like, all of the the weird bits, those are those are what really I enjoy. Um, but, yeah, I think the three-headed knight was super cool, just to see those three actors there just talking to each other, and then all of a sudden, the not-so-brave knight just disappears. And then, like, the minstrels are, like, making fun of him as he's, as he's like, going along. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: so I thought that was pretty cool. What about the knights and the Knights that say knee? Do we call them the Knights that say knee or the Knights of knee? The Knights who say knee? Okay, how we feel about the Knights who say knee? I'm a fan, okay
0: yeah, I think it's uh just the ridiculousness of like asking for a shrubbery to get past them. A lot of it is, it's like, oh, you've hit this thing, you have to figure out a way to get past it and it's what? like and so you can either run away, get a shrubbery, or fight the Black Knight. Those are those are the three times that it happens.
1: I like, too, how, like, oddly specific things with the shrubbery are, you know? Like, they talk about, like, the price of it and, like, the size of it and stuff like that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And then, like, they want another shrubbery. Yep, because he's
0: just trying to decorate the forest. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, I really liked the, uh, the sorcerer character that was also John Cleese. Tim the Enchanter? Tim, the enchanter. Yeah. Like I really liked uh, that was, I forgot that there was that much pyrotechnics that he just keeps on like lobbing fireballs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, So basically they are like, they hired a, a pyrotechnics guy for one day and they're like, just blow up the whole mountain. Just keep blowing stuff up.
1: So I really dug that. Like, speaking of, like, the visuals, like, with the rabbit and how they have the rabbit, like, flying through the air and, like, they have, like, the blood shooting out of people's necks and stuff. Yeah. I think, like, I just wasn't expecting it. So, that's why I really enjoyed the humor of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how, like, you see the small rabbit and they're, like, there's no way that the rabbit is actually this, this beast
0: mm-hmm.
1: that just lays waste. But then it's, like, oh, it actually is.
0: Decapitates somebody.
1: Just and, flies through the air and
0: decapitates. Yeah. So, um Yeah, and I also liked uh Terry Gilliams, like the 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 guy who's at the bridge, uh where you have to pass the pass the questions to get across. I like that guy a lot. I like the white eye. Like I just I like the visuals of Tim the Enchanter and so Terry Gilliams characters the old man from scene twenty four or the bridge keeper, which is funny.
1: Yeah, I like him Um, going by the old man from scene twenty four.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing about it is like it references it knows it's a movie, so it's like scene twenty four. Like it's kind of cool because it just it knows what it is. What does the internet think of the movie? Backs.
1: The internet likes it. The internet loves it. Um, IMDb, it's got a eight point three. Rotten Tomatoes, ninety seven percent of their critics gave it a positive review, and ninety five percent of the general audience gave it a positive review.
0: So all in all, people love this movie.
1: Absolutely. And I, I, even for me, who's somebody that doesn't necessarily get the humor as much, like I can appreciate if it's what you're into, it's what you're into, right? And like this is like like top tier. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is it. Like this is the stuff. If like it's like your flavor of humor or of comedy.
0: Yeah, I think so. So any final thoughts, Bax?
1: I, I think like I'm glad that I revisited this film. I'm glad I gave it another shot. I think it's just interesting how relative humor can be, how relative comedy can be. Um, And I like how earlier you talked about how like with family guy, maybe it wouldn't be there, but there's probably a ton of stuff within like the comedic genre that wouldn't be around if it wasn't for the Monty Python guys.
0: Oh yeah. I mean these uh, like, if you look at like what they did, they influenced an entire generation to make stuff. So all of your British comedians, all of like anybody that's over there inspired by Monty Python or decided that they don't want to do what Monty Python did. And they wanted, they wanted a completely other direction. So that's still affecting somebody Yeah, Just to be like, I don't want this to be like Monty Python. I want it to be very straight. I want it to be whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like the comedy comes from X, the situation that they're in, not the weird stuff that's happening. You know what I mean? However you want to look at it. So I think like, and then over here, it molded a lot of like how sketch was done over here because you have your ridiculous stuff that Saturday Night Live was doing, and that's like Samurai Delicatessen and all of the just interesting characters like the shark showing up when they're doing the news se- sequences and stuff like that. And the shark just eats a person. Yeah. So, like, that stuff is related to Monty Python's style of humor. So, it crossed the ocean.
1: So I think that would be like my final thought is just like when you think about the influence and the legacy and the fact that I feel like people still talk about this film, I don't really hear people talk about like the meaning of life or the life of Brian from like circles that I hang out with, like people I associate with, but I feel like people know about Monty Python on the Holy grail, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think like the legacy is really impressive to me.
0: Uh, My final thoughts are, I just want to say thanks for making some cool stuff uh to monty python i really like their show as well um and like they have a musical they have spam a lot so i mean like they've been on broadway like they toured they did a bunch of stuff like it's super cool that they're still active even now um yeah so it's neat
1: do you think that flying circus is streaming places yeah no i think it's on netflix really Mm Hmm. okay that's super cool i should check it out yeah,
0: I think it's one of those things where you're going to be like, I regret watching this because I don't like the style of humor. <laughs> really? I don't know. Like, it depends. Like, I, if it has all of the weird random bits in it. um, And you'll just have, like, these little scenes where it'll be a guy talking to a cop. And then he'll be like, you want to get out of here? Like, it just, it takes that left turn that you're not expecting. And you're like, oh, this is funny. I like this. So, Bax. If you had to grade this bad boy, what would you give it?
1: I give it a B minus. I think most of that is from just like the legacy that it has and the influence that it had. And like you were saying, it brought like a whole new genre or like part of like the comedy realm, like over to another country. So uh, so yeah, I think that's a big part for me and like the bits that I did enjoy. So like God peeking out through the clouds, the rabbit, Tim Lee Enchanter, etc.
0: Mm-hmm yeah for me i'm gonna say it's probably like a b film i'm not there are things that i forgot that happened in it that i was like pleasantly surprised but i mean it's not something i need to rewatch on a yearly basis to me like it's not a, it's not ghostbusters so like it doesn't have the same place in my heart like i do remember the fond memories of like being a dork in high school and quoting this thing and like chasing after people pretending they're on horseback. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a solid B. Like, maybe B, but definitely a solid B. So if you're looking for other podcasts, go over to GameZillaMedia.com. You'll find GameZilla, Legend of Retro, Last Action Podcast, Noobs and Dragons, and Noiseland Arcade. And if you're trying to interact with us, what are they going to do, Bax?
1: If you're trying to interact with us, thanks for wanting to interact with us first. And the best way for you to do that is Instagram. So if you go to the Gram Movie Blast Podcast, that's us. Give follow, we'd really appreciate it. Leave us a comment, we'll respond to your comment. Send us a DM, we'll respond to your DM. So yeah, we would love to, um, yeah, we'd love to engage with you on the gram. We appreciate it.
0: Movie blast, movie blast, movie
1: blast. Movie blast, movie blast, movie blast. With Bob and Bax.